0: I want to thank Research Consultants International for sponsoring today's podcast. They're a globally renowned lead generation firm that helps economic development organizations create real prospects. They've helped over 500 economic development organizations. Let me tell you exactly what they do. They facilitate one-on-one meetings for economic developers with corporate executives who will have projects soon. They can facilitate these meetings to where you travel to the corporate executive's office and meet them there, or you meet them at a trade show, or even have a conference call so you don't have to pay for travel. They recently launched a service called FDI 365, which provides you a lead a day of fast-growing companies that will be expanding soon. Their research has helped over $5 billion in projects get cited since inception. I encourage you to go to www.researchfdi.com to learn more about Research Consultants. As far as I'm concerned, they are absolutely the best lead generation firm in the business for economic development organizations. Call them now. They can help you create real prospects. Welcome to this week's episode of the Next Move Group. We are Jobs Podcast. This is Chad Chancellor, co founder of Next Move Group. And today we've got Shannon Landauer with us. She's the executive director of the Carroll Area Development Corporation in Iowa. And so she's probably mad at me. She has introduced me to all these Iowa and Nebraska and Midwest people. And we're just now getting, we've done all of them before her on a podcast. (laughs) We had two times we tried to do the podcast and didn't work out. So she's the person connecting me to all these people, yet she's the last one in the line. For the podcast, so Shannon, thank you for being here today. Hope you're not too mad at me.
1: No, I love the opportunity to talk with you guys.
0: Awesome. Well, talk a little bit about the corporate presence there. So, you know, we really exist to help small to mid-sized companies, communities, and nonprofit organizations. And you had me up last year for the College World Series and gave us a tour. And I was really amazed at how how many big companies and corporations you have in Carroll. So, talk a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, you know, Carroll, being west-central Iowa, I think often is kind of written off as very much ag-heavy. It's really unique, though. I've been here about six years, and one of the most exciting things about taking the job here in Carroll was seeing that our top five employers are five different sectors. You know, we've got our our hospital is still private, so very much we consider them a player. You know, I know not everyone considers the hospital that way, but they've brought so, so many secondary services and jobs. It's pretty incredible. We've got Cormark, previously known as Farner Bach and Company. They're a national distributor of convenience store type of products recently acquired by Coremark in the last few years, so a Fortune 500 presence there. We also have American Home Shield. They had been under the Service Master umbrella, spun off. Now they're under the Front Door umbrella, another Fortune 500 presence, and they offer home warranty. We've got Rockwell Collins has a facility here, Collins Aerospace, very, very much a well-known name across the country, doing some some machining and manufacturing. We've got Pella Windows manufacturing here in Carroll. And also there is a presence from... A, a lot of egg, like you would know. You know, Landis is headquartered just over in Ames, Iowa, but their products are reaching around the globe. So if you don't go far that you don't see a Carroll County touch. Another company that's a little bit smaller but homegrown as well is Windstar. A lot of you have maybe seen the Windstar tour buses. It started with just one bus, and that company has grown phenomenally. So a lot of good things have grown out of Carroll County.
0: And is the Templeton Ride Distillery the there? I remember you touring me. It is in Carroll County, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. Templeton Ride is a story that we love to claim. That was about a twenty-seven million dollar facility that just has come into play in the last couple of years. And I think when you guys were here, you were in the three thousand number for visitors. Now we're well over ten thousand have come to the wow. museum. So. They actually, um, to compete with some of my friends in Kentucky, they have barreled their first bourbon. So it'll be a few years yet before tasting, but pretty fun stuff.
0: Well, folks see me walking around with my Templeton Ride golf shirt on. I got it from the actual place. So (laughs) I didn't know where I I got it from right there. So I know how connected you are really through the Midwest. So talk about your journey to getting to Carroll. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, People kind of laugh at my story a little bit. I absolutely went to school for the intention of health information management. I was in my my husband's hometown of about 1500 in Northeast Nebraska. And the only job that was open was a secretary job in an economic development office. Ironically, that office opened the year I graduated high school. So it was a very brand new organization. I quickly grew to full-time and then transitioned into the executive director role and had spent several years there, very much manufacturing agriculture. Um, we had some of the first wind turbine projects at the time. I was in Boone County, Nebraska. So, you know, helped out. It, it was really interesting seeing how some of that industry came about in Nebraska. Then came to Carol. It was one of my instructors for economic development through the Oklahoma University Economic Development Institute, Ladine Bowen. I think a lot of people know Ladine. She had given me a phone call about this Carol job, and honestly, I had no interest in leaving, but jumped on the website and saw what a wonderful community it was, and thought that we had to take a look, and was fortunate and was the chosen candidate. Um, man, it's been really interesting, but yeah, I had you know a lot of friends in Nebraska. It's a pretty tight knit state when it comes to economic development. But through that heartland training and Oklahoma University training, I really got to know so many great people from across the country that you know have not only become friends and your your team when you go to battle, there's some trusted mentors and colleagues, but you know they've they've been really great partners because it's a pretty tight profession you know we, we grow together, we, take some lumps together when you consider some of the national conversations around incentives and different things like that. Pretty neat people I've met and have been happy to connect dots and introduce you guys to some of them.
0: Yeah, so tell these folks kind of how big Carroll is and what part of Iowa you're located in.
1: Yeah, Carroll's right at 10,000. And countywide, our organization serves about 20,000 per the last population estimate. Geography lesson, if you're familiar with Carroll, County and Iowa that we're, we're north central or northwest I apologize but honestly if you draw a circle that's Des Moines Omaha Sioux City we're kind of right in the middle of that so kind of a little micropolitan I'll say very much different than the, the definitions in the book but you know we very much are a regional hub for education for service employment health care one of the coolest projects that we have underway right now is our hospital here serves several surrounding counties and they have been fundraising for a cancer center. It was the biggest private fundraising effort they've undertaken and things are going very, very well with it, it's under construction. And we've really learned that, you know, especially some of the seniors prefer coming out to a more rural, comfortable community than, than some of the drive in the cities. Lots of good stuff going on.
0: Thank you, Shannon. We're gonna take a quick break for a message for our listeners and we'll be back with a lot more with Shannon Landauer after this message. If you want to join our movement, which is to create economic growth for small to mid-sized companies, communities, and nonprofit organizations, please go to our website at thenextmovegroup.com, browse around, and you can see the different services we offer, all designed to create that economic growth for the small to mid-sized companies, communities, and nonprofit organizations. Most of our leads and growth has come from word-of-mouth referrals. So even if you don't need a service, we want you to know what we do. So when friends and contacts of yours might need something, you know what we do and you can refer us. So again, go to thenextmovegroup.com to learn more about the Next Move Group. With workforce availability being a major challenge, I'm sure this impacts how you go about business recruitment. So do y'all have any specific efforts or projects underway that are different, you know, that everybody else might not be doing as far as how you handle workforce and business recruitment?
1: You know, one of the things that we're doing in the region that we're we're really excited with, it's it's new to us is our computer languages program. This is at our our Carroll Community College campus, but it really came out of a partnership by our neighbors in Greene County and Jefferson, Iowa. A company in Des Moines that's really a tech firm working in software development is helping with the movement of bringing positions from Silicon Valley into middle America, really creating awesome job opportunities. So our community college here in Carroll, along with Iowa Central Community College, have written curriculum in computer languages. So just amazing stuff. I mean kids are able to graduate high school here with dual credit in our community college. They're getting welding certificates, nursing degrees, But with this new computer languages program, it's an associate's degree that they'll have completed the day that they graduate high school. So they move into the Forge Academy in Jefferson, which is a neighboring county here. But after a 16-week on-site training, these kids are earning $70,000, and they're able to go anywhere with this coding work and the computer languages work that they're learning. So you know, it's it's really a new take on things. I know the gentleman that helped us get this all started and really was, was the effort behind the project. He's working across the country now. People are calling him asking how they get this done. So um, we're excited to lead that effort in the country and we're sure there's going to be a whole lot of models similar, but, you know, we can't recruit quantity anymore. We have to recruit quality and we want people to be able to bring their work with them and be educated and so... The step one is educating these kids. Step two is knocking on doors in California and across the country saying, you know, your your employees can't afford to have a great lifestyle here with the cost of living, but when they come to Iowa, they can have a great life. So that that's one of the things that we're really excited about too that we're working on now.
0: Awesome. Well, when I was there, I was really impressed with the philanthropy and how all the communities really take care of themselves. You're not waiting for Washington DC to show up and, and save the day. So just talk about kind of that spirit and and some of the cool stuff there from that regard.
1: You know, you are so right. We really take care of ourselves here. We are very unique. One of the selling points of this community in my opinion is the education opportunity. We have K-12 Catholic and public here as well as a college campus for Des Moines Area Community College and just the private fundraising. You know, Kemper's raising money for the field house. We've done the library, so many things. And you know, that really stretches into our surrounding communities. Throughout Carroll County, we've seen our communities overcome a lot. You know, it's not natural disasters or huge challenges, but most recently, our friends in Manning, um, you've met several of them, they found out right at Christmas time that their grocery store was closing. And, you know, we've been on the road, we're knocking on doors and telling them why why Manning, you know, why consider a town of 1500 and why, why they'll be successful. And, you know, it's that spirit of just tell us what we can do and we'll overcome those hurdles that really has helped Carroll County to be strong and be considered an example in Iowa and beyond.
0: Well, I know we've had Manning on our show. Talk about some of the other small communities that make up Carroll County.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, Coon Rapids is another small community similar in size and they've hired a community coordinator and Katie's doing a great job. Coon Rapids historically the Garst family was there the Garst seed company originated in Coon Rapids and so as that transitioned you know we've saw that become another another company and they've started to sell off some of the assets and it really left a void on Main Street 22,000 square feet that was an office and a lab. It's been a challenge, you know, that's kind of a behemoth in a small town of 1500 to get rid of a facility like that. But they've done some really great things. They are upgrading to some housing in the upper story. They've done some retail on the bottom. That's actually the office for our community coordinator. And just recently, they actually completed a video. And Katie told me that in just a few months time, as they've been a Main Street community, they've had seven new retail spaces open or new businesses. So pretty exciting stuff they're doing. Templeton, as you mentioned, there's Templeton Rye. They've had several projects they're working on. Recently, we learned of a commercial building that's going to be going into their space. Um, so another new project there. And, you know, Toyne, a couple names you may recognize out of Breda is Toyne Fire Trucks. They're delivered around the country. And Snappy Popcorn, um, Breda's home to that. So some more names that you'll recognize Glidden's just a few miles down the road again in terms of philanthropy they have a new new shelter house they've undertaken some housing projects and so you know all throughout Carroll County there's just so many things to be proud of and people working hard to to just embrace what we have and really look forward to how we stay strong and and weather everything that comes in the future.
0: I know Manning has that community foundation is that something most of the communities up there have or are they unique in that regard?
1: You know, there are several foundations and lots of private efforts. We have a county foundation, community foundations, and also, you know, they've done a good job, too, of securing monies for revolving loan funds to help out with business mm-hmm. projects as well. So, you know, that's one of the things we're pretty excited with is is kind of that spirit of cooperation and business climate that we've created. It's really a how do we get it done? You know, tell us what you need and we'll bring the partners to the table to make things happen.
0: And I was really impressed with them. They're doing some housing developments to try to uh, bring back young professionals. And so it's not just let's go find a big industry. Uh, they're, They're doing a lot of stuff with entrepreneurs and housing and healthcare and even help fund a hotel with their foundation. And so I think that's what in the South, we just kind of pursue big industries. And so what's been interesting about getting to know you all is how you use what you have to really pursue kind of a holistic approach.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's so ironic. It's it's just such a people business. I don't know what else you'd call it with development. Manning, it was kind of a funny story. About a year ago, we were talking about a building that they had opened that the development group owns and leased out and it's now vacant. So in the process of trying to fill that building, it came up that the nursing home was going to be available and they filled that. They've already passed their anniversary time from that meeting and that's been a really successful project and i think they're just such a good example of you know it it just takes the time you got to knock on doors and build relationships with people
0: so you've been an economic developer what 10 or 15 years two different states what do <laughs> yeah. you know now that you wish you had known when you first started for those young people that might be listening to our show
1: you know it has changed so much and i know that conversation has been held with so many people but development is, it's really about not bringing your textbook and thinking you know what a community needs. You've got to listen. You know, you've really got to know your data and understand your data. Housing and workforce and daycare centers, I mean, those are things that we didn't use to touch. And now it is all about workforce. It's a people game. And so it really is about creating that environment that people want to be a part of. Statistics nationally will show you that there is a potential trend to see people coming out into the rural communities and so you've just got to create whatever it is that might bring them it is the housing it's the the quality of place and the friendships and you know you speak of philanthropy and there's so many grassroots efforts right now that people, people are digging in, you know, they want to be a part of something. And when I was young and naive in this profession, I thought that, you know, there was one way to do things. (laughs) And I've learned that you just got to create your own textbook every, every day you've got to write your own story. Most recently at our chamber banquet, that was kind of the theme of my talk was there's going to be a whole heck of a lot of chapters, but it's just a continual, it's a continual effort. It's continual partnerships and vision and every day being open minded to what your next venture might be.
0: And how did you get so connected? You seem to know everybody. Was it IEDC or OUEDI or combination or what you was know, the strategy it's been,
1: there? It's been so many things. I guess I just, I'd like people. You would be very surprised, and probably most of the people listening that know me would be surprised when I say I am super shy. I am not a joiner when it comes to conversations, but you know, I've just learned that everybody has a story and everybody can probably provide something to you that you don't have or don't know. And I've just loved learning to share that and being willing to kind of sit down and and to be a partner back. You know, I've joined some boards and committees and Lord knows there are a lot of things I could do with my time. And I used to be pretty selfish that way, but I've learned that, you know, every day that you give something is a day that someday you're gonna need to take something back and need those partners. So I don't know, I guess I just love, I love everyone's different approaches to all of it. I'm a very firm believer in those organizations. You know, I think that the Mid-America Economic Development Council is something I've been a part of. IEDC right now, I'm currently on the Professional Developers of Iowa Board of Directors and Executive Committee. I'm the treasurer. You know, I I just think that every experience that you take part in is absolutely, you're going to come out on the other side of it a better person.
0: Awesome. Well, Shannon, is there anything you wish I'd asked you that I didn't? (laughs)
1: no i'm glad we didn't talk football um you didn't ask about the college world series omaha's got a lot going on again this year
0: oh Um, so you didn't want me to? uh, we try to focus on carol (laughs) so
1: (laughs) (laughs) well you know that's always a good airport stop to bring you out for a visit but But
0: you are a nebraska cornhusker fan aren't you
1: absolutely i mean
0: y'all are on the way back you're on the way back (laughs)
1: Uh-huh yeah, exactly.
0: You're recording um, this in March. I don't think your basketball team's done much, but
1: oh, uh, no, and we'll see about baseball, <laughs> but <laughs> again, I appreciate the opportunity to talk with you guys and tell you about our community and a little bit about the profession and what I believe in and how I think we're doing out here.
0: Awesome. Well, tell these folks your website because we do have some industries that listen to this as well in case they want to learn more about Carol.
1: Yeah, CarolAreadev.com.
0: Dev, CarolAreadev.com. Mm-hmm. All right, Shannon, thank you for being here with us today. And again, sorry that uh, you connected me to all these people and they got in line before you. It's okay. All right, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Bye bye.